in a format where people try to always be right, we're comfortable being mostly wrong. Welcome to Mostly Wrong, a miscellaneous media podcast covering a variety of topics, including TV, movies, books, comics, games, and all that freaking nerd shit, and anything else we happen to be interested from week to week. Uh, This is Shecky. I'm going to hand it off to Matt. Oh, thanks, Shecky. Uh, I'm here tonight, and with me are my friends Ryan Glowinka and Mark Jackson. What up? And we have Shecky on all the time. Yeah, he's the best. He is. He's very charismatic. (laughs) so we have a boatload of bullshit to talk about tonight not actual bullshit but so many things no it's bullshit uh yeah we don't have to get in depth on all of them it's you know bullet pointed for a reason but we will yeah um we'll get to it so i mean to that end let's uh let's start off with ryan what's the first thing you want to talk about we're diving right in yeah no small Um, talk no pleasantries all right so um it we my wife and i watched this on apple tv uh back in december so it's been like over a month since we actually finished it but have either of you two heard of invasion yes so have you watched any episodes no but i've heard mixed things on it like it seems like half the people that i know have seen it like it and the other half don't (laughs) yeah it was like we had a middling opinions like going through it's the one word i would use to describe the entire like 10 episode um because i don't know if it's a mini series or if they're going to do more if it got picked up or not if it just stays as the 10 episodes it was slow it was kind of like slow world building um the episodes kind of felt slow but it I, we didn't hate it like it's it's really hard to like say like <laughs> you're not selling it though either i know but it's like it's it was very interesting so it, it's it's one of those middling shows where we didn't hate it we didn't absolutely love it but it was very interesting as like we wanted to see how it ended like so like my the, viewing of boba fett oh spoilers uh, what like the first episode well, the series in general right now is just kind of... Oh. We'll circle back around to that. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, so Invasion... derail the conversation. So it is... It's an in, is it an alien invasion show? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But right off the bat, like, there's, you know, unknown... Like, the very first episode, like, it, it, it's a point of view from various uh, countries and characters are introduced... And, um, you know, things are happening and, you know, it's kind of like their, their take on like this, what, you know, what, what is happening, basically this invasion, you know, how how they're dealing with it. So it's more like a character drama. Yes. Okay. 100% character drama. All right. So, so do they have creature effects to any, to, to any extent or is that like hidden all the time? No, it's, it's their creature effects. Okay. So 
and, and like I guess um, I guess a little bit you know not really spoilers but just the slow part is it does take a long time to get to the creature effects that's kind of the mystery of it you know I guess what was that didn't signs do that where it was just like forever like mm-hmm. um, where it was just like yeah until they did under, that under, uh, the reveal of the birthday the party video yeah, under the door and all that kind of stuff. It was like just, and then yeah. So it's it. I kind of like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, where it just like took forever. And so then, uh, that's like that's contingent on the fact that like the characters are developed enough and actually interesting, right? Leading up to that moment. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and it, it it's hard for me to fully recommend it because the, it is we weren't disappointed with it, but it, it's, it is interesting in the sense that the, not all the characters were great, but some of them were pretty cool. Hmm. So it's, it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's the re- that's the reason I wanted to talk about it because if, if you were looking for something like to watch, it's, it doesn't, it's, it goes pretty quick cause it's 10 episodes. We had to kind of wait cause it, it was coming out week uh, Friday every like Apple TV does every Friday drops. Mm-hmm. So we had to kind of wait every Friday to kind of see how it ended. Now that it's over, you could probably finish it, you know, like on a weekend okay. just to kind of see what you would have to wait like that. <clears throat> so I think that would be, that would be better viewing than how we did where we felt like, you know, episodes are kind of slow having to wait, you know, for another Friday, you know, another whole week. Right. So binge, binging it would, I think go a lot better than the way we watched it okay i will be honest you're not selling me on it but no we're uh, looking for something to watch but i don't know i mean is this like the equivalent of like stockholm syndrome you forced it on yourself for so long you're identifying with your captor and now you feel like it's better than it might be but this is one of those things where i rarely i i don't like to not finish things that i've started anymore so like if i've watched a couple episodes or even a first episode i'm kind of committed to just finishing it out so you know that's just kind of i'll do that to myself even (laughs) if it's like it turns out that i hate it so right (laughs) (laughs) all right so you got another like that old um yes that old uh the data brent spider you know uh from the gif from the movie where he's like i hate this more please (laughs) you know um yeah uh the shrink next door uh, did you finish that, Mark? No, we only seen the first episode. Oh, okay. So is that, that the one with Paul um, Rudd? Yeah, Paul Rudd yeah. and um, Will Ferrell, and that is based on a podcast. Which um, now that it's finished, I actually didn't go back and look to see because it's. I, I think it's loosely based on a true story, but I don't know how accurate the true story is to the podcast that was done in like 2010. Um, but I wouldn't look up anything about the podcast because you probably might spoil things from the show, but I would 100% recommend that just for Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell being amazing in that show. Yeah. I had forgotten about and, that recommendation and I'm definitely interested. Yeah, it goes quick. I think the episodes are like 30 minutes. So mm-hmm. like, um, it, five hours the 10 episodes i think or eight um i don't remember how many total episodes it was but that goes super quick right so that's that's a um 100 recommend that for those two um like 
I would hope they would get some kind of recognition for this incredible acting on both sides for them. Um, so anyway, um, moving on, these uh, two shows kind of go hand in hand, uh, Yellowstone and Mayor of Kingstown, because um, they are by the same creator. So um, Yellowstone, started, it's on Paramount Network on when it aired, but then for some weird licensing thing, it's only on Peacock TV. <laughs> like, so if you don't want to become a pirate, uh, you have to sign up for Peacock TV, like premium, to watch it commercial free. I thought I saw that on HBO max i guess i'm wrong no yeah no it's only there i don't know how long the licensing deal is up for their streaming rights for yellowstone but yeah because nobody has um, peacock unless you want to watch punky brewster reborn or whatever <laughs> so i mean to, to sell yellowstone um it is a cowboy drama it's set in montana filmed in montana and so it takes like they they are towns like billings helena you know, Great Falls, like they talk about places, you know, that when I was stationed out in Montana, you know, it's pretty cool. To, and like the landscapes and, you know, the mountain ranges and all this kind of stuff is really, really cool to kind of like, for me personally, having lived out there for three years to kind of like dive back into and, you know, when I was uh, driving out there for the Air Force in the missile field, be like, oh, so this is maybe what the ranchers were doing out here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably not as what the show is involved with, right. you know, but um, it, it's Kevin Costner and um, the um, there's another recognizable name from the guy from um, that was the neighbor's son, the kid from American Beauty. Okay. You know the beautiful, the beautiful plastic, uh, the beautiful bag, kid. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. Yeah, he's been yeah, in a lot so, of stuff. So he plays one Wes of the Bentley. sons. Wes Bentley. Yeah. So he plays one of the sons. So um, it has been uh, we three seasons on Peacock TV, and we DVR'd the fourth on YouTube TV, and they finished their fourth. Uh, season just right after christmas so like i think january 2nd was their fourth uh season finale and we just like we burned through it so fast just because it was like high stakes drama and it was like it was really compelling and really like kevin costner is nailing his character and the the shows have each season's got cool cliffhangers and like it's it's been a really fun ride and um like, I never thought I'd be super interested in, like, you know, a, a cowboy-themed kind of, like, <laughs> ranching show, you right. know? and But but it's really <clears throat> compelling. So it's know, like character. the modern Dallas or something? Yeah, in a way, yeah. you know, and, and it's set in Montana. Right. Which is kind of weird, right? Because the name is Yellowstone, but it's in Montana, not Wyoming. Well, the Yellowstone Park, I believe, goes... Uh, the the whole land area is part Mon uh, Wyoming and Montana. Is it okay? Well, I stand corrected. Yeah. So I I, I don't know for certain, but um, part of that is like he calls uh, the his ranch is the Yellowstone. It's his ranch is the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch. That's the name of his ranch on the show. Oh, so that's probably why it's called Yellowstone. 
yeah it's like his fam the family name of the ranch which has been in uh the land has been in his uh family's name or his family's owned it for like seven generations and so they've had they have a spin-off show now called 1883 on paramount plus uh and it just started i think they only have like four episodes but it it basically it's a about his family's history about how they acquired the land interesting oh, like okay. a, a prequel so it looks yeah. like it's uh wyoming montana and idaho so yeah it's huge hmm. okay i didn't even know that <clears throat> um you know what i was thinking we could maybe alternate a little bit so you're not front-loaded well, to say everything yeah just to, to yeah so really quick to close out my tv segment mayor of kingstown which is jeremy Rainier, mm-hmm. the same um uh creator the showrunner is doing this show on paramount plus and it's um if you haven't watched the trailer for for it it's about his character uh is um uh like an ex-convict a felon that kind of like works with these kind of um rival gangs to kind of help the prison system like be uh like keep the peace is the way that he talks about it So it's 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 it it's takes place in uh, Kingstown, um, Michigan, which I don't know if that's an actual city. Maybe it is. Right. Um, so it takes place in Michigan. Um, but we're at through six episodes, and it has been he, he's amazing in it, and so far it's been really good, kind of like a police kind of drama. Okay. Okay. Right. But but yeah, he, I mainly started wanted to watch it for him. And he's been really great. And then the whole kind of rest of the plot in the show and knowing that it's the Yellowstone showrunner, um, some similar kind of like, I can see similar writing themes from Yellowstone showing up in the show on how uh, they write the, write their series. So it's, it's kind yeah, of long. I'm curious. Thing. Like I've seen Jeremy Renner in a lot of stuff, but he's always kind of, I haven't, I don't feel like I've ever got lost in his performance, like seeing him be a character. Like he plays Hawkeye, but I feel like he's Jeremy Renner, you know, saying yeah. Hawkeye shit. So I'd be curious to see like him inhabit an actual character. Cause I can't think of another movie or thing I've seen him in where I really, you know, felt that way. Yeah. I think, I think he's doing it in this one. So I, 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 I think there are, cause like, like he doesn't do an accent. He's just kind of like, he is kind of himself, like his voice and stuff like that. But, um, he's not Hawkeye. So like, (laughs) like in the show, that's all I ask. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, he's not Hawkeye in the show. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to, (laughs) This is so much to catch up on. I know. <laughs> so Yellowstone and Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I was saying, maybe we could hop over to Mark real quick, and then yeah, I mean, that's, kind of cycle that's basically, through. You know, that's all my that's all the TV shows. So I'm like done with my TV segment. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess. Do you have any TV related stuff, or is it all gaming for you tonight? Um, no, the only one that's kind of TV adjacent adjacent is Tick, Tick, Boom. So um, what is that? I know it's the last thing you added, but. So it's a movie. It's on Netflix. It, uh, it's, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's directorial debut. Okay. And it stars Adam 
Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. I know who that is, yeah. Okay. So it it, it is a biography slash autobiography. And I say that because it's about John Larson, who's the writer and creator of Rent, Rent. the yeah. musical Rent. And Tick, Tick, Boom was his rock monologue that he did before Rent. And so uh, Miranda is taking that and making a movie version of it. So that's why I say it's kind of like an autobiography because that's John Larson's actual rock hmm. monologue. Okay. And so he's putting it to, to um, a movie. And it is great. Andrew Garfield is great. The direct the direction is great. Um, so is it a musical? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but it's done in it's done in the Lin Manuel Miranda way, they rap. which is really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. Unless his forefathers um, rapping, I have no interest. No, Sorry. it's just. Just it's kidding. done with such attention and uh, and um, praise for the source material that it is just really well done. And Andrew Garfield is John Larson. I mean, if you look at pictures of John Larson at the time and a picture of Andrew Garfield in this movie, you, you it's almost hard to tell the difference <laughs> between the two. And he does such a great job with it that I was just blown away by his performance. And to be honest with you, I didn't really know much about it either going into it. Um, the only reason I kind of knew a little bit about it was because Sarah had recently watched rent on mm -hmm. HBO max and I saw bits and pieces of it. And um, I heard on another podcast, some people recommending this. All right. Um, so, okay. Um, I can't I can't recommend it enough. It is it is just so so good. Um Yeah, I've heard that um Andrew Garfield has been <clears throat> like a very strong actor, kind of he's been underrated or kind of like I don't know if he's been doing Broadway or smaller productions just in general. And I'm glad for him that like Spider Man's gonna thrust him back in the limelight. So this yeah. might be kind oh, of yeah. like a renaissance for him career wise. Because he, he stole the show. If he doesn't get at least nominated for an Oscar for this, I'm going to be sh shocked. Um, well, did you see that? Isn't Spider-Man approaching like almost like two billion at the box office? Yeah, it's crazy. Worldwide, <laughs> woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I can't recommend it enough to go. Uh, it's it's on Netflix. It's a uh, Netflix movie, um, but it is it is so good. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth the two hours to watch it. I might try it. It's just uh, musicals for me. I know it's ask. musical, but honestly, <laughs> it's it's not. If you know that it's a rock monologue, does that help? Not at all. <laughs> like no, like it's, it's not. It's not like Pirates of the Penzance or something like that. It's an actual like biography. Yeah, I don't know what it's... it is. You know how there's people that don't like like fiction they only like historical things. Um, it's kind of like, I love fantasy things, but the flavor of fantasy that puts me off most is people breaking into song in like a real world environment. 
It's just like I don't yeah. I don't like this. And I this wouldn't might like it if somebody you. really did it. But because I've been they trying actually to do breakout I know. music. And that's the thing I'm trying to push through and like get out of my comfort zone and just like find reasons not to hate things. So <laughs> I'll see if are you you're a musical fan, Ryan? Is that the case? Or you're t- musical tolerant? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm a musical fan. Okay. okay. Not just tolerant. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's I was on PTO last week or uh, vacation last week. And uh, so I didn't really do a whole lot of uh, um, TV watching. Right. I did a lot oh. more video game playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we could, well, I could jump into that right now if you want, or if we want to jump around. Well, we're going to well, jump around, but pick one and maybe you and Ryan can straddle it. I think you know what I'm talking about. Um. Well, well, okay, so uh, I you think both I have one entry about. that's the same, I believe. Yeah, so um, I got I put down here that uh, yes, I, I played a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla in the last week. Okay. Yeah. And... So how how far did you get? Because like I I didn't I basically where uh, it's the I, I've talked to everybody in the town and I'm about to like go out on my first mission. I think. Oh geez. So yeah, like I think, okay. Like oh, yeah, you're like, just starting. Yeah, like well, you just like, you just three. downloaded it and started it. <laughs> hey man, so it still was like two hours, you know, to get there, you know. No, but, I know. Because like I spent the, the, probably like, I probably spent way too much time in the first in in Norway. Um, okay. Before. So if, is that where I'm going to next? No, you start in Norway really oh so why did you spend so much time there i like i got like you go to the first objective and then like you get on the boat and then you go to the town like it was literally like 20 minutes for me (laughs) is it still snowing is there snow Uh, everywhere yeah 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 you're still in norway you just went to okay you just went to another town in norway okay (laughs) anyway that whole that's like the starting area and it it's almost as big as the main area so okay um but there's a point where you'll you'll leave i don't think that's a spoiler to say that <laughs> um but um you'll leave norway completely okay and you can go back at history any time. spoilers ryan history spoilers yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did watch the Vikings TV show. I mean, yeah. they basically invaded England, so yeah, you that's know. what you're gonna be doing. Well <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask do, you this: Do you get to go to Francia? Sure. That's France. That's what they no. call it. I know. I know. I don't think so, but I've heard, I think I've heard them mention it. But anyway, so in the notes you said that you think it's like your favorite one. It's ever. my yeah. It's Why? by far hands down my favorite um, Assassin's Creed. What um, about it? I really like the subject matter. Okay. Um, Vikings. So the setting Man. is what's doing so, it for you. Yes, I, I'm so like you should dive right into the TV show after this, man. It is like the natural <laughs> progression. Well, you know, it's funny. This to, to to the show because it is like, like playing this for the like and and basically that opening scene with the hall and like the celebration in the very beginning i was like they, they ripped this from the show <laughs> like literally like it it, it 
it I, I really think like, historically obviously the halls were designed like that but yeah um, it was ripped from nordic culture <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but no that, um, the show is just so good like okay. getting, so well it's funny you say that because after playing as much as I have, I've kind of I've had it's renewed, it rekindled my interest in the show. Man, um, so um, maybe I'll get back in. Maybe I'll get back into the show. Right now, though, I'm just really enjoying the gameplay loop, the story, the quest, the way that I, I don't know. I'm just really all in and all. But you're board. historically so than- a fan of all the last three, right? The last or two was it two prior to this or three? Yeah. Uh, origins yeah. and odyssey the style mm-hmm. has been like same for me like uh, I, the going going from because the the three before it was um the one in london what was that yeah. one called uh syndicate and then the one before that unity unity was that the one in france and brotherhood yes, in paris before that yeah. was uh black flag and before okay that so was, well um, so unity and uh, Syndicate were, I think, more closely together. Like they were trying to do, like I thought they would have done something. It was similar, still like... the old style Assassin's Creed gameplay. So Black and... Flag was like that because I didn't. That's, I started yes. at Unity. Okay. Black Flag was also like that, except it was more boat centric, which is where all the boats came from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, then. Um, then they took a year off between Syndicate and Origins, and they yeah. did Origins, and they kind of just then that's when they changed kind of changed it up a bit, and yeah. I really enjoyed Origins, um, and then Odyssey took that over, mm-hmm. and now this has took taken that over, but Assassin's Creed Two, and Assassin's Creed Two Brotherhood, are still are still up there as like just below what I would put. Uh, uh, Valhalla, hmm. um, because it just has a special okay. place in its place for me. Well, um, probably nostalgia and you know where exactly. you were at, like when you exactly. played them. So, but man, I'm really enjoying this game. Uh, I can't say. I mean, is there any kind of reinvention of the formula, or is it just kind of a refined version of what they've already been doing? It's kind of more of a refined version. Um, honestly, okay. there is enough changes and enough revisions that it feels different. Um, like, uh, is there even stealth like, gameplay like, anymore, or is it mostly just? Oh like yeah, a you direct... can still do it. You could do it. Like, but I just mean, part I of you is like you're a Viking. Many How many Viking stealth? <laughs> so <laughs> this, I my favorite part so far is when uh she gets it and she like puts it on the wrong side, and they're like, "Hey, you should you put it on the wrong side of your arm," you know? And she's like, "I'm not doing that to my finger." <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh, so you're playing a, the female version. Yeah, so I had the game choose. I picked the, oh, the I, had, okay. I I had the game choose, and I was like, I'm gonna roll the dice, and uh, it had it, so the the game lets you choose if you go male or female, and so it I was like, whatever the game picks, that's what I'm going with. So and it picked female. So cool because uh, I I went uh, Cassandra the last time only yeah. because I mean she's she's. As far as I'm concerned, or well, I guess Ubisoft is too, because she's the canon character for, for yeah. That. She's basically the Wonder um, Woman. Yeah, um, I mean, there was no other. There was no other option, in my opinion. Well, is he the, this, is the the male character the canon character for this one? I don't know because the there's nothing different other than gender. 
the okay. story isn't different. It's, it doesn't break. You're not getting a different experience if you're a male or female. Okay, cool. In this one. So that's why they also gave you the option if you want the game to just pick for you. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so that, that, I, I thought I was a neat feature. Yeah. You know, um, so I decided to do that. And um, so, yeah, I just got that and practice on the dummies. Um, and that's basically where I was at you know, where yeah. I, I, my last save file was. So. Nice. Um, also, so far, there seems to be a less less emphasis on the future stuff. That could I, change. I also, I, I think the skill tree is much improved. I think that the way that they've done the kind of like constellation navigation it's is pretty way cool. better. And yeah, it, it's, you, can but re, it's, you can reset it at any time. But I think the, the choices and the path, the pathing that it makes you like, it's just way better than it was in uh, Odyssey. Yeah, that's why I say they took, it's a lot of the same um, refined, systems, yeah. but it's refined now. Mm -hmm. um, there is a boat, but it's only purpose is for travel. Yeah. And well, on my way over the first time from the little tiny starting island, um, I was got so excited because... They were like, I can't remember what somebody said, but they they were like, "Do you want to raid this island?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to raid this island!" And <laughs> yeah, then they, that's so much know, fun. They, they like they started screaming, and then we like we like slammed up on the shore, and they all jumped out. And we started killing people and stuff, and it was great. The raiding feature <laughs> is what I mean. Honestly, it's so much fun, yeah, and it just hit, it serves hit a purpose y later. And in they the all game. jump yeah. out, and yeah, and you can uh, you can assign <laughs> crew members, and you can change up your crew. Um, it's pretty, you're going to be building a settlement. Um, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. No, so this will be my next, uh, focus for a while. I think. Yeah. I, I can't say enough about it. It's, <laughs> it's really good. You should play it is what I'm saying. Maybe I won't. How you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Not really. So Not really. I don't care. Yeah. The, the thing is out. I've tried both Odyssey and Origins and I fall off them immediately. I don't know what it is. The closest... maybe it's like maybe Vikings will do it, man. Mm. It's Vikings. Mm. Mm. But um, <laughs> it's like Horizon. Horizon was the open world game because I missed all of these, right? Because I missed yeah. like the 360 PS3 generation, mm -hmm. and so I played Horizon. I didn't know anything about the open world mechanics, you know, like the huge bandit camps and finding like a tower, right, to unlock right. the map. All that stuff was new to me. And so, okay. like, I would hear people shitting on that game, saying, "Well, it's Ubi, it's it's a Sony Ubisoft game, Ubisoft game," and I didn't get it. And then I played Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed Origins and like Legion, or not Legion, but Watch Dogs, and I realized, oh, it's very much a formula, you know, that style of gameplay. And yeah, um, maybe Vikings will do it. I think I feel like horizon kind of did what i wanted with that i like the world building i like the aesthetic and so the sequel's coming out next month and i think that will scratch my itch again and then i'll oh, probably yeah. good i i i don't think there's anything wrong with it but it's like i only have room in my heart for like one open world <laughs> game like that so yeah. well you, you can't go wrong with horizon man. yeah i mean that's still yeah. a phenomenal game for sure yeah I, so, I'm I glad that it was, there. like, if I was going to start with one, I think that's a really strong one to do, so. Yeah, that's a good one to start with. <laughs> but, um, all right. I'm going to go ahead and take a shot here, because um, I know that there's not going to be any give and take with it, because you guys aren't 
don't play PS5 <laughs> games whatsoever. So there is an action platformer called Kina Bridge of Spirits. It's I don't know if it's a PS5 exclusive actually. Do you know if it's on the Xbox um, or anything? I've not heard it. of it, so yeah so let me look it up real quick because i was sure that it was a ps5 exclusive um and i'm sure it is anyway it's it's kind of like yeah it it is it says microsoft windows so you could probably play it on pc also but the other platforms are not listed basically it's a just like call it like a mario odyssey but with more involved combat um it's got you know kind of your typical blocking parrying light attack heart attack you know that typical type of thing where you click it on a button and you target an enemy and you can circle around them while at the same time you kind of like traverse the world and have to do puzzles and um it's done the the art style is what really kind of grabbed me with it it looks like a pixar or dreamworks movie like the quality of animation and just the style and aesthetic overall um is really charming but it is brutal as shit if you have it like even on normal difficulty it looks so cute but it's like a pomeranian that you go to pet and then it rips your face off you know because you're not expecting it <laughs> so i actually had to bump it down to story mode to enjoy it just like kind of enjoy the exploration and be in the world and um honestly i was gonna say like if you ever do get Livy might like it. I don't know if she likes those kind of like cartoony platforming, like Mario style games. Does she ever play that kind of stuff? I've tried to get her into it. I don't think she's big into it. So being on the PC, maybe it'll show up on Game Pass at some or you know sometime. But I was going to recommend it for that that reason alone because I haven't played this style of game in a long time. It's like a mascot character game, like almost. I hate to say you know Crash Bandicoot, but definitely like a Mario. Um, okay, but with a more robust mechanics surprisingly i got into it i fell off of it um another thing is ryan i did get back to spider-man miles morales yeah yeah and i found it's just i kind of hit a lull with spider-man stuff um about a year ago um Mm -hmm. despite being like a huge fan of the characters you know since i was a kid and the movie just reinvigorated it you know, well, yeah. it got me hyped it's like for it a again. Shit on the arm, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, I would feel like I was being a poser, like jumping on the hype train or anything. But like Spider Man's always been my favorite thing, you know, since we were. You're kids. the hipster, man. You're the Spider Man hipster. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I don't feel guilty about that. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's Spider Man improved. Uh, I wish that they would have retroactively kind of incorporated some of the looks into the old game, especially the tricking system. So while you're swinging as Miles, you can hit the square button in directional stuff, and it's like Tony Hawk or SSX. He does like little oh. spin maneuvers, so it's almost like doing a trick in one of those type of skateboarding huh. or snowboarding games. And you get experience, like little bits of experience just for traversing the environment in a stylish way. And That's fun. Um, it is really fun and just it's designed but does it come does it stack up like does it say like does it oh it's like combos yeah Tony okay yeah yeah like combos didn't they have that like in, the first, in the first spider-man Mm-mm. so I loaded it up literally tonight because I wasn't sure about it and I tried and it wasn't it wasn't happening yeah it, it didn't have that like what he's talking about was not there to like do there may like, be you could like maybe you could do things but i don't remember or i couldn't initiate it 
like giving me experience points and like naming off the moves because it was like it was telling me what i was doing you know like if it was tony hawk i'd be be doing a nose grind or a kickflip or something like that and it would give me 10 or 15 experience for that might be thinking of the combat maybe mark no i remember distinctly being able to swing and do different moves i it didn't give you experience it was something it was like an emote that you You may be right i was really trying to make it work so i don't the the button the controls are slightly different and i only played it for about 10 minutes but what i do realize is like the ps5 or the miles morales game like is a quantum leap visually because i thought the Mm ps4 game looked incredible but yeah. they really like max it out visually because with all the nice. environmental like particle effects, it's snowing. It's like winter time in New York. It's oh, just incredible. Great. So anyway, I, I fell back into that. That game is great. Um, and then the one thing I wanted to touch on since we've all, I think we've all seen it. Have we all watched Matrix Revolutions? Nope. No. Fuck. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> put a pin in that. <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. I wanted to get Mark is more advanced into it than we are. He's on the one episode deeper. Yeah. Ryan, I wanted to ask you your overall impression of it so far. So uh, we had a kind of a discussion offline about the first episode and <laughs> we talked about old people fighting how it was <laughs> slow. And I thought that was so funny because it, it instant. <laughs> It instantly clicked, you know, that that first episode combat, you know, it was it was like slow and just the style of it was just like uh, just so ugh, I don't know. Yeah. And then the, the second episode with the train heist, you know, in the flashback was just so night and day, you know, mm-hmm. it was like if the first episode you could on a like a rating out of one out of five the first episode was a two the second episode was a five you mm-hmm. know it was just like so much better you know so much better paced you know they gave um story and depth to the tuscans which i never thought possible right you know to actually like you know give depth of character to their tribe and their people mm-hmm. you know um to be like i i never thought i would like want to care about them as like their 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 like their development and their like how they added stuff to them and so i was more on board with seeing where the series would go after episode two light years beyond after episode one i felt the same way like and i'll be honest though like as much as i found the tuscan stuff pretty interesting or more interesting it was still too much for me like i wish it was 50 percent less um it was like, I get it. I get it. It's just like, it's kind of tropey. It's it's like the noble savage savage thing where like the person comes in and saves the, the um, underdeveloped tribe from like m- the modern world. It's very, well, it's very the, Pocahontas uh, or Dances with Wolves. Western. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get it. But I also find that they've characterized the Tuscan Raiders as so bloodthirsty and murderous that I'm still not there you know as far as like seeing it and i realized that mystery is more important than revealing but i'm now kind of the point like he spent so much time with them what the fuck do they look like you know what i mean yeah what is their deal right. they can't they're not yeah. born with the, that, that weird shit on them and so yeah with maybe the weird the only... mask and they drink through and stuff yeah you know? yeah i mean is it something where they wrap <laughs> up in that and literally never take it off after after that ceremony they kind of put him through right because they didn't give him a yeah. mask for it 
So that really is the one true mystery, as shallow as it is for me. It's like, just show me what the, those creeps look like at this point. <laughs> yeah. We've spent so much time. Yeah. They're and, obviously some some kind of humanoid, you know. So yeah, what is what is their face? Why are they protected? Why do they wear that respirator type thingy? Whatever. You yeah, know, and so. I imagine I imagine if they were ever to reveal it, they're just dudes. Like they're probably just humans, you know what I mean? That's the scream no, like donkeys. Like they, they drank through that gourd type thing, and all I could think of was Spaceballs when you know Dark Helmet drinks his coffee through the mask. Yeah. You know, it's like makes that slurping noise. So over the top, but like you said, the train heist was good. Um, yeah, and I oh the one um, I don't even know if they've named him yet, but when he like. They show on the outside, and he goes through the top, and you just see the the, the, the Tuscan Raider through the window, just like John wicking everybody <laughs> yeah. through the car. Like that was such a good shot. <laughs> Another thing I liked, which is obvious, it's like um, easy fan stuff, but I loved the weird bounty hunter Wookie and the twin um, yes. the twin huts. Apparently, the twin those huts. are from like the comics or the extended universe, but I don't know who mm-hmm. they are. So. But that finally so kind of made it feel more... cousins. Exactly. And I like how smug and shitty they are, like, even without spe- speaking They even English. have that, like, little rat thing that he uses to wipe his sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact here, did you know, and um, I had to find this out on a Reddit comment, and I was talking to Mark about it, the, uh, the couple that was at that uh, station that he went to were supposed to be originally be, be in... Um, oh yeah, it's Tashi Station. And, it's Tashi Station. Yes. <laughs> so and they were those are Luke's friends, you know. Yeah, um, and I thought I was gonna say the one thing I thought in that scene most of all is that dude looks straight out of the seventies. He looks like yeah. a cast like somebody that they would have cast in nineteen seventy five. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like just the hair, the look of his face. He just normal actors don't look that way anymore i don't know what it is but he just totally looked era era appropriate for that and Mm -hmm. it just it's so amazing that that was tossy station because Mm -hmm. and i had to when i was like thinking about that about when this happened because like you know bobo goes down into the sarlacc pit and then like this is all taking place you know right after he gets out of it so of course it's like right after you know uh episode uh six Mm -hmm. You know, or the beginnings of that, you know, when, you know, they're all blown up on indoor or whatever. Right. So, So yeah, there's there's they definitely introduce more elements. So, Mark, without spoiling anything, um, do you feel like three is still continuing to crescendo up interest wise for you or is it kind of flat? Um, No, three, it's still crescendoing up like three's not bad. Okay, Um, but it's still not what you necessarily want it to be. No, well, there's some. There's a couple things where Sarah and I looked at each other and were like, and said some things okay. um, that I don't okay. want to say until you guys <laughs> okay. watch it. Um, but I mean, it's Robert Rodriguez directing again, okay. so um, take that however you feel like. It's so it. strange because, like, he I thought he was a good director, so it's strange that the episodes would be weak. So, but the first one definitely was. I mean, this was this one. The third one was better than the first one. So in that way, it's getting progressively better. Well, what was your opinion overall of the second one? Oh, I loved the second one. Okay. I thought the second one was re- it was like it redeemed itself. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Like maybe uh, this show's going to be good. Yeah, so it's basically yeah. this emotional sine wave where it's peaking and valleying each episode, <laughs> which is uh, the definition well, of an emotional roller coaster. Again, I don't want... I don't, <laughs> 
I don't want to say that the third episode's bad. It's not. It's good. It's right. still fun. It's still great to see. Do we know how many episodes there are total for this one? Um, um I mean the, the Mandos have been Matt Mando's been eight, so I would okay. assume at least eight, eight or nine, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um I'll throw it back to you, Ryan. Something else you want to talk about on your list. Well, I mean, on your list, you have Ghostbusters Afterlife. You finally watched it? Okay, it's kind of a cheat. I didn't finish it yet. We watched three quarters of it tonight, and Jennifer got interrupted. Okay. So I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I, okay. what I can say All without right. spoiling it in, is my assessment of like what it is to kind of set your expectations. Um, I know there's a lot of blowback. It's really divisive. Um, what it is is basically ghostbusters for kids or for families if that makes sense it's ghostbusters for the new generation in kind of the way that like they were trying to do that with the 2016 you know all lady cast afterlife yeah <clears throat> or that's not what that was called was it oh well, yeah what was that no, this one's afterlife what was the uh um, 2016 one called. I don't remember. Yeah, it's kind of like they were trying to pass the torch in that one, and they fumbled the torch, and it fell in the water, and then it never lit again. <laughs> but I think people were overly harsh on that. I don't think it was that good, but I also don't think it was a travesty. It was just kind of it has the cardinal sin that we're all agreeing on is that it was kind of dull overall. It just didn't really yeah. hit in the way it should not because it's all women because individually i think all the women in that movie are great you know yeah 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 so they just pulled them together and like with kind of a weak script anyway in this um it's what i would say the last thing i'll have to say on it is it's the force awakens of ghostbusters and okay. i think i think that's the best way to put it i mean if you think about it ryan wouldn't you kind of agree yes um doesn't it kind of I, touch on the same territory with a new group of characters? It's a, basically the same effective plot as the first yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. So, so. And, and that's what I mean. They're trying to accomplish kind of the same thing. So I can see it's not as, I don't know, edgy as the original was, I guess, at the time. Um, but uh, I think... Just re remember there are two post-credit scenes. Okay. But I'm okay, just saying the so narrative overall. Anyway... Movie. You should yeah. watch it, Mark. Um, I think it's worth your yeah, time. Yeah, I, I definitely want to watch it. Is it streaming anywhere now, or did you have to rent it? It's streaming, I believe. Um, I got it through means that are... <laughs> Arr! I got it through means! Arr! <laughs> Enough said there. I think it is a streaming to rent. I don't know if it's just like on any... Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. checking. Let me check Just Watch real quick. I was just yeah, on I... the fence enough there where I didn't want to like sink money into uh, it. <laughs> it. It's well, it's not anywhere to rent yet. It's uh, to buy. Yeah, like Amazon. Yeah, I you think. can. Yeah, it's on Apple TV and Amazon, Vudu, Microsoft, all those. Okay. Um, just to buy for twenty bucks. You know, if you wanted to stream it at home. Yeah, I'm probably going to so, react to that comment anyway. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know if you does. I mean, for a family movie, you know, for your family, Mark, it might be worth the the purchase. Yeah. So, like, I might buy it, actually. Olivia's, seen, it. Olivia's seen all <clears throat> Ghostbusters up to this point. I think you watching it as a family with her, I think it would go over pretty yeah. well. 
so so buying buying it for your collection for your streaming collection you know it wouldn't be a bad investment you know for okay. for the the theme and for the ghostbusters you know uh theme or okay. um, series okay. so um that would be my statement okay. <laughs> well stated <laughs> so do you want to go ryan or do you want to go mark Fight. um i'll go okay. um so i finished um a little indie game called super liminal um and i recommended it to mark uh mm-hmm. how far are you into that um i don't really know um, well like every time every time you get to a loading screen where it does like a wacky loading screen that's a new level have you, and you start back at the room with the alarm clock have you gotten that a couple yes. times like okay. maybe three times okay so you're probably on like level three or four you okay. know so yeah there's uh eight levels and yeah. so it's not like a super long game but um it's, super it's... <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's an indie puzzle game that i've been following for a while and it finally uh, came on game pass and um it is such a fun kind of surreal game where you it's a puzzler yeah, it looks really trippy to... the way you play with space and stuff. Yep. Yeah, where you play with objects. Like I almost des- I described it as kind of like portal like where you get mm-hmm. stuck in rooms and you have to rather than figure out how to do portals to get out of rooms, what you're doing is you're manipulating objects to make them big or small to interact with the objects, other objects in the rooms like buttons and stuff. Or you have to uh, make an object big or small to like get over a ramp or to make a block big so you can get up some stairs or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like mm-hmm. twenty bucks if, uh, but uh, if you don't have it on a Game Pass, but I highly recommend it. It's super fun. I finished it probably like maybe three four hours. Yeah, I remember yeah, hearing about it last year. It I, I only had fun. to. I only I only got stuck where I had to actually look up some videos on maybe like four or five puzzles, you know. Um, the other ones that were super challenging or hard, where I was actually able to solve on my own, were incredibly satisfying to do that, you know, where I didn't have to look them up. But um, so, and then the ones that I did get stuck on, I felt uh, vindicated, <laughs> where the the YouTube comments were like, you know, you'd have like to have a no one mind to figure this one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this you know what were the you know what were the devs thinking you know when they designed this room you know <laughs> yeah it's um, it's 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 pretty cool I, I i and your uh description of it being like portal is pretty apt because there's even like a robotic female voice that yeah plays it sounds very distinctly like glados <laughs> yeah so there there is like an overarching story you know to kind of like guide you through uh, it's almost like they were the the developers were like they inspired. really loved yeah portal so much that they were inspired yeah it's like an yeah. homage or it's like a spiritual successor to or whatever yeah. but anyway yeah it's um, really good i was so enjoying it um so i got i pl- i tried uh some sports games out um i tried uh, the show uh 21 so i tried Why? some baseball <laughs> <laughs> you, you liked uh, 20 right so um, I just okay. so here's the thing. So I tried tried it out, and I'm I like actually watching baseball. I don't actually like playing baseball video games. Okay. So I didn't even um, know you liked watching baseball. 
So I, mean, I played a lot of the tw- of the show twenty one. Well, we I might actually like, about it. I might like playing it with someone else, like like play it with you, Mark, or play it with uh, uh, my nephew or something like that, because he's the one that's absolutely in love with it and keeps talking about it every time. You know, he's like, "You got to play the show. You got to play the show." And so, so I'm like, "Fine," you know. And then like, you know, we haven't played it yet together, but. Um, so playing it by myself and trying starting like a franchise mode or trying to get some of the the cards and stuff like that just it wasn't super appealing and I, I could probably spend some more time with it but I feel like there's other games like Assassin's Creed and Super Liminal that were like drawing me away. Um however, I'm like super into football, so I did try out Madden uh 2022 and I enjoy that so much more so, <laughs> of the sports games. Um, I started a Bengals franchise, you know, shocker. shocker. Yeah. And uh, um, how so is the I guess, franchise mode? How deep into it are you? So um, I was talking to Mark a little bit about this um, when I was telling him how much I didn't like baseball games <laughs> the, um, offline. And because uh, I didn't realize that the show, I don't know who did it first, if Madden did it first or the show did it first, but apparently the franchise modes are very similar where you take a storied approach to um, basically you, uh, building out your franchise. So like one of the things I thought was really cool because I hadn't really gotten far in the franchise mode in the show was in the Bengals franchise, I was after one of the preseason games that I had played, um, I, as the, the head coach, Zach Taylor, uh, they show me as Zach Taylor going to the locker room with one of the offensive line players and saying like, Hey, the rookie offensive line we drafted wasn't playing so well, you know, we should have him work on, and then it gives you options, you know, to do like some pass blocking or run blocking drills. So it has you build out players on your team by selecting options and kind of like a like an RP kind of setting in the locker room. So you select that, you go through the dialogue options. And then after that, this rookie tackle got boosted. His stats got boosted. Hmm. So I thought that was super interesting. It is. Yeah. So, um, and I, so the, the first game was against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and I smoked him like 45 to 10. So, <laughs> <laughs> so smug yeah so, yeah that's right <laughs> so you're a tom Brady so, hater no it's just it's fun to beat the goat so you know right <laughs> right um but the last thing on my list and the last game was over the break um i think i talked about this last week i'm still playing i'm still working on my costco barn in uh valheim so costco it's probably about barn? yeah Oh, oh, because it's your storage barn. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a moment. Didn't I talk about it last week? Uh, I think a little bit being yeah, like um, the size of a Costco because I can't, it's clipping and I can't even see the other end of it when I fly around it. So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm working on that uh, and uh, probably about halfway through it. So I only tinker like half hour at a time. Right. So. I had something I want to get back to as well. I've just been doing other stuff. Um, oh yeah. So, Mark, I'm. Yeah. 
we spent a lot of time on Final Fantasy fourteen, but I am curious about your last few lines here. So <laughs> why don't you tell us what you're talking yeah. about? So yeah, yeah I'm still working I'm still working through the, story. the um a Realm Reborn patch content. Okay. Um so this is the in between uh, the original one Realm Reborn stuff and the Heavens Word stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in doing um, that, I was in doing the main story quests. Um, I was also trying to do some um, of these other blue quests because um, they c- tend to unlock things or unlock new dungeons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I stumbled upon probably the most wildest, craziest, most cringeworthy. <laughs> quest chain i think i've ever Mm. experienced in an mp rpg i mean ever (laughs) so uh elaborate um all right so without getting into too much spoilers um the in case you guys end up playing at some play uh it involves a an npc character named hildebrand um uh, what's his last name oh manderville okay and um Here's I'll just read you the description of the character in their Final Fantasy wiki, okay? All right. So, Hildebrand is a slapstick stooge whose idiocy is quickly realized by everyone he meets with the exception of his airhead sidekick. In some cases, he uh, he will offer his services when the case has already been solved. When investigating an open case, he shows a complete lack of competence such as making his presence known when trying to show, uh, shadow a suspect. For all of his buffoonery, Hildebrand's ideals are noble. He is a firm believer in the pursuit of justice, particularly in the service of those with little or no recourse or hope of finding it. He becomes an inspector, and I'm using doing air quotes, to help the, uh, those less fortunate than himself. He's he's based on... Um, he's a parody... No, he's a parody of Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panthers. Okay. Oh, I was going to say like um, Leslie Nielsen and. Um, that's another. Dragnet, that's or, another or, good or, one. Um, the thing isn't there is, a similar dumbass character in WoW? Like, there's quest chains with some idiot that. Trust me, Matt. There is nothing. WoW <laughs> wouldn't ever come this close to being as zany or as crazy as this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you first meet him, and he, he's you. Th- He's a zombie. Okay. And you find him like with ass up in the sand <laughs> with his his like black tuxedo all ripped in weird places and he comes up and he stands up and he does this like stupid pose thing and it's all like got these cartoon sound effects going on with it and it and it's just it's anime. <laughs> You're you it's... have literally you've officially been converted. You're anime uh... pro. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Jackson anime. At pro. first, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I? What am I getting myself into? What the hell is this?" Right. And but and I, I mean, these have been long. There's like uh, five uh, different quest chains that involve this character and these series of characters. Mm-hmm. And at this point, now I'm like super invest. I'm invested. I'm and now I'm like, I want more. I want more of this Hildebrand guy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you talk about, like, as much as you like MMOs, you've never talked about liking a quest chain or a particular character with this kind of passion. That's the, that's the, I, I can't. <laughs> You're speechless. Uh, 
this game, man, I I, I, I can't, can't believe it. Of all the MMOs that grab you, it's yeah. this one. I would have never <laughs> picked this. But I would I'm happy. never. Like, I'm glad you're into it. I'm glad that you're liking it. Not only I really want you guys kind of into it. I want you guys to experience it as well. I mean, it's just it's that good, <laughs> and thankfully, there's enough like uh, ancillary characters that are part of these quest chains that are like grounded in reality. So these quest chains, do, keep... do they do they go into dungeons and raid situations? So a couple of the uh, endings of some of the uh, of the chains, um, you have to do what they th what this game calls trials, and what they are is basically a single boss fight that you queue up for uh, with eight other people. Hmm. So it, it involves two trials. Uh, so far, uh, there have been, there are five chains. I'm on the fifth. I just started the fifth one today. There was two of the, of the, uh, there was two that required um, to queue up at the end of it uh, for these trials. But I mean, I waited five minutes and I was in and it's just one single boss fight and it was over. You get cool. you get loot and you get some of those those um, item those uh, tomes I was telling you about where yeah. you trade them in for gear, yeah. So it, I mean, you're you're still getting stuff for it, doing it, and <laughs> I haven't la I, I've. <laughs> you can't even say, so, the, say the words. It's so good, man. It is so good. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe at the start of the whole thing I was just like, oh my god, this is so. I feel so awkward playing. It. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, what would Sarah think if she saw me playing this right now? You know, that's what was going through my head. But then by the shame. end of it, I'm like, I don't care shame. anymore. This is great. You were calling her in there. And he was like, look at this. Look at this freaking guy. Yeah, look at this freaking guy. <laughs> and, oh, man. It, pride. How, like, what game could ever do that? Even though it was so, the character is so stupid, okay? <laughs> The story around it mm -hmm. is really well done. Okay. Um, like there's this mysterious thief that can like change his appearance, that is stealing weapons, that that that's what he's going after, and it's kind of almost like his Moriarty. It's it's really I don't know. I've heard really so many clever. times like people saying like how good the story is in Final Fantasy fourteen or how well it's written, and I was highly skeptical because of the weeb factor. You know, like. There's a there's you a, get through that really. There's quick. an anime scale of good writing, um, which people that get really deep into anime like, I don't know, they can't be trusted. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I I trust your judgment more than the average person that's into this kind of thing. So I might actually like give it a sincere shot. The only the only yeah. barrier is that like it is 100 percent uh, like subscription based. I'd have to pay 15 bucks to hop back into it. Right, especially since they've turned off the 1 through 50. Oh, um, well, are they still having the queue issue? Um, yes. Ugh. It's not nearly as bad. Just let me play your game. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, that's so I mean, I'm playing it fine Stop because I'm playing so it during the day. Yeah, you're playing it during work. Because <laughs> <laughs> other people are working. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I mean, call it peer so pressure or whatever, I, I'd, I'd heard you know before i started this i'd heard that you just got to get through the realm reborn stuff i actually found the realm reborn you just got to get through 50 hours through 50. of content no big deal no i really <laughs> found the one through 50 story stuff enjoyable. to be really enjoyable yeah okay. it's right now the stuff besides the hildebrand stuff the patch content that i'm in right now is kind of a slog um 
because I kind of would just want to get to Heaven's War because that's where everybody says the game is great and from there on out. So it's kind of like, it's not bad. It's, it's probably because I really know that I'm getting closer to it and I just kind of want to get to it kind of feeling. But the 1 through 50 stuff has been was great. It, I don't know. I, I'm... I am shocked I that I, in, in 2022, I'm a fan of Final Fantasy XIV. And I, here, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want you guys to experience it too. <laughs> so I have somebody to talk to about it. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. That's everything I play versus you guys. So I know. I, I understand I know. your pain. <laughs> All right. So, what else we got? Um, you've made a very strong case for it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Deep and I, Rock. I guess he. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, just because yeah. we're running out of time, Ryan. Has yeah, to get yeah, yeah. Going. So, um, real quick on this, uh, I downloaded Rock that Black. tonight and tried it for about uh, twenty minutes just to get. I got through like the tutorial thing showing you how to use the grappling hook and how to use the various mechanics of it. And it's up to four players, so you've yep. been playing with your brothers, correct? And oh, is it like uh, that Warhammer game kind of, but with crafting? The no. So basically, what you're doing is you're 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 dwarves, and uh, you go on these mining expeditions. Mm -hmm. So you're mining. Your your goals for each mission is to mine certain resources. Okay. And there's they they change it up a bit. There's different thing ways you go about it uh for, for the different missions but that's your ultimate goal so you're going around trying to find um mineral nodes in this deep underground cavern thing and periodically you'll get attacked by a swarm of bugs right. that you have to f uh, fight off and there's different way each care uh each dwarf it has a different class right um so there's like an engineer who's better at uh he can place ledges so you can get up on higher ground uh, there's a, a scout who has uh, larger flares that can throw out and then light up the entire area. Uh, then there's a gunner who has a big chain gun. That's what and he I can started also, with. That's the one I play usually. And he's got also a zipline cannon, so he mm -hmm. can create ziplines. So they don't all have that? No. Okay. Uh, the scout gets, I believe it's the scout that gets the grappling hook, and the engineer, like I said, can can launch ledges. So you can get up. So you're all working together to try to get these nodes. And then you're also trying to survive while doing it. You have a robotic mule, they call it, uh, that's mm -hmm. a robot that follow that you have to control to move around with you, that you dump all your resources in because you, you can only carry so much. And okay, then, so the part of the loop, you're probably already getting there. I haven't yeah. gotten past that. Once you collect resources and you clear a cave or a cavern or whatever, or a space rock... What happens then? Okay, so as soon as you make all your objectives, um, you can go up to the mule and uh, look, uh, ask for the launch pod. And basically, you'll have you'll have like a minute or something like that as it's drilling down. But it comes, it it, it comes back to the starting where you started. Okay. okay. So no matter how far you got, you got to come back to where you start. But as soon as the drop pod lands, you then have five minutes to get back to it before it goes back up. And the mule takes off. And you, the mule will lay these, like, beacons. Um, beacons down that you follow back. So, But you could either quickly follow the 
the uh, mule back, or you, if you can fi- follow those beacons back. Um, but when that happens, because it's making so much noise, it there's a perpetual swarm of those bug creatures that won't stop coming. Okay. And you just got it. So you're, that's your goal, getting back to the machine. So then with the, you collect the resources, is there a big like base building mechanic to it? There's not so much a base building thing. When you come back, you can upgrade all your equipment okay. for all your different characters. There's um, other, other things you can unlock with all that stuff. Uh, cosmetic stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, the loop is good. The f- gameplay is fun. Um, it's funny as hell. The dwarves are great. <laughs> space dwarves. Um, yeah, basically space dwarves, yeah. Um, I, I can't... It's been so much fun playing with my brothers. So it would be great if you... And it's on Game Pass and Game Pass PC, and they cross-play. Okay. So um, we should all we should all get it and play it. Having so played it for download. a few minutes, like, I'm definitely open to that as opposed to, like, Sea of Thieves, because there's just more to yeah. do. It's more engaging. Yeah, it's just... It would just be the four of us. There won't be a-holes on other boats trying to shoot you and yeah. steal all your loot sold ryan on that <laughs> <laughs> no i mean when i tried it out um i got pretty far but i i think playing with random people or bots like it just wasn't that great i think playing it's people, not you, know, you can play it solo you get like a little robot dude that can, yeah. can, can gather things it's not as it's fun but it's not as fun as playing yeah with it didn't really like it didn't grip the loop didn't grip me when i was by myself so like i think playing with no, other playing with us would be... playing with us or my brothers would be that's the ideal way to play it. yeah because <clears> people you know and goof around with and it's <laughs> well like i got it's pretty I... funny didn't really understand the tutorial and how it worked like and so i uh, to I mean, be honest i didn't when i first tried it out yeah so and, and so like it said i can't remember what it was but there was like some it was like dig some i didn't even know what i was looking for and i ended up digging like this giant cavern in a crystal cave for like an hour and you know so like because i didn't know what the waypoint was or what to do and so i think i spent probably like three hours in the tutorial so okay yeah before i like figured out that it wasn't where i was supposed to be going or do it what i play with us and we'll we'll show you the ropes it's pretty yeah once you play with people that know how to play it 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 makes sense it clicks i mean probably put a bad taste in my mouth spending way too much time in the tutorial and being frustrated on not knowing where to go or what to do so i could totally understand that no i it's it's fun it's great yeah no, I mean the 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 tone of it and everything seemed great, so yeah. nothing wrong with that. All right, rock and stone. Well, that's all I have to say. We're running really long, so any I think we should probably call it. Um, is there anything, any final thoughts either of you have? I just know that you're you kind of like have a nighttime ritual, Ryan. So I don't want to cut you off or make you yes. Run late. You know, I gotta light some candles and uh, you know do some bloodletting, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. as, as you one do. does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was plenty, and you guys just keep bringing it. So I don't think we're gonna ever lack for having something to talk about, which well, is nice. It will be brought in. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you feel so inclined, you can reach us at our email at mostlywrongshow at gmail dot com. Um, 
we also have a Reddit page, mostlywrong.reddit.com, and a Twitter at mostlywrongshow. So, while we are mostly wrong, we will keep trying to get it right, and we'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Mother